In today's fast-paced world, resumes barely get a few seconds for a glance over before they're either discarded or considered for a potential interview. So what are cover letters, and are they still needed today? Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell, and today we're going over episode 68, Our Cover Letters Required. This episode has come about because a recent masterclass student confirmed cover letters are still required with certain resume submissions. She avoided submitting resumes to targeted jobs that required cover letters. She was simply unfamiliar with cover letters, including how to write them. So we set up a separate one-on-one session to walk through that. When cover letters are required, don't avoid those postings, though many may be. Knowing how to create customized cover letters will put you well ahead of the competition. And also, don't submit your resume without a required cover letter in the hopes that it will get you the interview. If it's a requirement and you don't meet it, you're not likely to move forward in the process. So, right up front, I might have surprised you, and yes, I answered the question in today's podcast title, Our Cover Letters Still Required. They're just required, it looks like, on a limited basis, though. What was once common practice to include a cover letter as a way to boost your odds, boost your opportunities for an interview, not so much anymore. As I mentioned in the intro, with our ultra-fast-paced world, you're lucky if your resume gets just a couple seconds of a glance over once it gets to human eyes for that critical decision, discard or potentially move forward with an interview. I want to stop and talk briefly about that comment I just made. Human eyes, before it gets to a person, that is your resume. I don't know if you're familiar. There's a host of software suites out there that companies utilize, and one of them is called Applicant Tracking Systems. Different companies are vendors for these. These Applicant Tracking Systems are software tools that are meant to to receive in, scan, and evaluate potential resumes against targeted job opportunities. With the influx of resumes coming in to job openings still today, headhunters, human resource professionals, hiring managers, and even reporting managers, those that you might work for, need help when the mass of resumes rushes in. So these applicant tracking systems read through the resumes submitted and scan them. One of the key things they do is look for keywords. You guessed it. But where do the keywords come from? They come from the targeted job posting. So it's really important that you read the job posting and make sure that you apply yourself to each position you're interested in. The days of a generic resume, just having one loaded up and firing it off to multiple positions, that's long gone. I recently had a discussion with a new resume masterclass student of mine, and he wondered, What's about this targeted job opportunity discussion? 
and I mentioned that too often a single resume is used because it's considered good enough. I got it done. I checked the box. And if that's the way you feel, that's okay now. I'm hoping this episode and a couple future ones will change your mind, though. It's not likely you're getting a lot of traction with a single canned or generic resume. And the same goes for cover letters, which we're going to talk about in an upcoming episode as well. Cover letters are meant to introduce you to the position, to the company, so that your resume has an opportunity to be read next. It's kind of like a sequence, an introduction. If that cover letter is required and you don't follow the guidelines, you're not likely to get a second consideration. In fact, your resume might not even get read if a cover letter was the first stop. So, one critical thing about today's episode, make sure you read the job requirements. I talked about, did you read the job requirements in last week's episode number 67? That's very helpful if you'd like to review that. But just as a high-level summary, make sure you know what is required and then If you choose to submit it to an open posting, make sure you make, well, at least I'd suggest, a little checklist and just fill out the boxes. Okay, I've done this, check. I've done this, check. I meet all the requirements. I'm submitting it. Also, whether it's cover letters or resumes, pay attention to the submission requirements with regards to file type and file size. Maybe you're going to include those As a combined PDF, maybe they're going to be uploaded separately so that the system can say step one has been completed, step two has been completed. I've seen both. So be aware of the requirements. You don't want to work so hard, such as to polish up your resume. Hopefully, if you've listened to me long enough, you know you need a targeted resume because you're targeting specific jobs. With that, you'll need a targeted cover letter. So follow the instructions carefully for submission, and yes, you will be in better shape. Now, talking to a Resume Masterclass student recently, they asked me, aren't I in better shape than many if I submit my cover letter with my resume? And that's a great question to ask. So I thought about it, and then when we had our meeting, I shared the following with them, which I'm happy to share with you. Sometimes you just want to meet the requirements and not go above and beyond because it would appear that you're not listening to the potential future employer and you're not following their instructions. It used to be something nice to go above and beyond and give them something extra. And I agree that might have worked as a potential interview booster in prior years in today's ultra fast paced world. Very few of us have time to read through stacks of resumes, stacks of cover letters, and pick the right candidate. So number one, follow the instructions. Make sure you submit only what is required. And that's my suggestion. You can choose to do what you like. But again, think about it from your employer's point of view or future employer's point of view. I've asked them to submit what I need to analyze and review them to consider for the job. You're sending me more than I needed? Okay, you went above and beyond. But how likely are you to follow instructions when you work for me? I'm paying you to do the following tasks. 
Going above and beyond could be good, but I'm paying you to get the base work done. Why are you submitting all this extra work? Now, that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but I want you to see the point. Follow the instructions carefully. That's critical. So, back to my recent student's question. He asked, I have a cover letter. Isn't that a good thing? And the fact that I'm submitting it with my resume submissions? I answered one part of that question just now, but I'm going to go on a little further and tell you what else we spoke about. Depending on the quality and the substance, as well as the structure, actually, of your cover letter, it could be harming you instead of helping you. Now, if you're unfamiliar with cover letters or don't happen to have one, that's fine. But should you find a job posting that you're very interested in and then you come across the requirement for a cover letter, I strongly urge you to consider creating one. In some upcoming episodes, I'm going to help you out with that statement, and also I have some special announcements coming up as well. Now, back to the quality, content, and structure of a cover letter. It can actually hurt you. You don't want your cover letter, much less your resume, to be an eyesore. The font size is a critical matter. Many of us have so much to say, we try to get it down on paper. And when we run out of space, many times, the font size is significantly reduced. It automatically creates an eyesore when you first see the resume and even the cover letter. Secondarily, format is critical. I strongly recommend generous amounts of white space, yes, both on your resume and your cover letter. You don't want something to be an eyesore when it's first picked up to be read. Being an eyesore can actually stop someone dead in their tracks, kind of like they say a deer in headlights, and they may not even read further if it's not visually appealing. So whether it's a cover letter or a resume, pick up yours today and just take a look at it. Don't even read it. Just grab it as if you were looking at it for the first time, and if you say, whoa, this is overwhelm, or whoa, I don't know where to begin. There's way too much content on here. That's signaling to you, you need help and you need to make some changes right now. Why I say this is that in some cases, the cover letters actually can harm you so much that you don't actually give your resume the opportunity to be seen. Cover letter submissions done poorly can actually harm your chances to have your resume reviewed and that ultimately harms your chances at getting a future interview and thus a potential future job. Your cover letter's job is to get the reader, first of all, to read on through the cover letter. It's kind of like an introduction so that it can introduce your resume. Your resume's job also is to get the reader to read on, to entice them to kind of tell a story. That story should lead them into the curious question, should I bring this person in for an interview or not? And hopefully they're leaning towards, yes, I should. So avoid eyesores with your documentation. Keep things structured well and make sure they flow and tell a story, if you will. Now, remember, you're not telling your story. You're telling a story to a potential future employer. 
you always have to remember the correct point of view. If you go on and on about yourself, the resume and or the cover letter is not going to support your need to get hired. You need to remember who you're speaking to and what you're speaking about. Your cover letter and resume content need to be formatted, structured, and organized in a way that gets them to read on and entices them to be interested, to be curious, to go to the next step with you. Cover letter, complete it, read through it, move on to the resume. Resume, complete it, read through it, move on to the potential interview round. And by the way, don't have material that's in your cover letter or your resume that you don't remember why it's on there. Now, that statement might sound funny, but let me tell you, if you've had a little bit of a longer job history or a little bit of a longer educational period, such as you've gone for a bachelor's degree, a master's, a doctorate, there might be some things in your distant past that you're proud of that you want to include potentially in your cover letter or your resume. If you do, and it's applicable to the job, great. But make sure you can speak to everything on your cover letter, and everything on your resume when you submit those documents. Working with a recent masterclass student, I had asked him, what's the background behind this statement here, and can you tell me more so that we can reformat the details so that it sells you better and shows your value? He actually paused, kind of laughed, and stated that he couldn't remember how that statement got on his resume and cover letter, and he couldn't back up the details. That's a red flag immediately. If you have anything like that on either of your documents, either think through it and have the proper, accurate, honest story to the best of your recollection, or remove it immediately. You don't want to have the opportunity to get to a potential interview round. Then, if that question's asked, you mumble, stumble, or simply can't recall it. In this particular instance, the Resume Masterclass student has allowed me to share, and he said when he went on to an interview round in this one particular case, he did get asked about that content, and unfortunately, he had to pause, smile, and he did exactly that, kind of stumbled, stuttered, and said, you know, I can't recall the details, I'm sorry. Now, I can't tell you what kind of emotion that brings out in someone, But I can tell you it derailed the entire conversation going forward because despite the fact that you're looking to do your best to recover, that's weighing on your mind foremost as the fact that you had something on your resume, your cover letter, and now brought up in the interview and you couldn't address it. So it's really important to do the following checkup on your documentation before you submit it and almost do a mock discussion or mock interview with yourself. Doing it out loud is one thing, then recording yourself is another, such as on your phone or you know computer webcam, but also if you want to do it face-to-face in a mirror, that's best. You can watch your body language and look at your confidence levels and see if you have any tells, kind of like if you follow sports or poker, if there's any tells that you're giving away when you do your interviewing discussion or your cover letter discussion. So I deviated a little bit there towards the end, but it's really about cover letters and resumes and how they work together. And yes, we've learned they are required in certain situations today. 
I hope today's episode, number 68, Our Cover Letters Required, has sparked some curiosity, some interest in you. And if you have a cover letter, I suggest you dust it off, because we've got a future episode or two coming up that might come in handy to help you out, and we have some special announcements as well. Also, we're coming up on our one-year anniversary of our Resume Masterclass. Be on the lookout for some special announcements there. Don't forget to join our email subscriber list. You'll be glad you did. We look forward to serving you up future episodes of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. And please, if you have any specific career growth challenges, whether they're personal or professional, please reach out to me on social media at Craig Ansell for LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, because you don't need to go through things alone and possibly something you're dealing with or struggling with could help others out there. And it's all about giving back, right? Finally, if you just want to contact me directly, I'm Craig at craigansell.com, as well as please visit my website, craigansell.com. We have a lot of great new content, a freshly redesigned website, and a whole host of free resources for you to download. Please visit today. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead and look forward to speaking further on cover letters and resumes.